Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy Broadcasting Live here at Sweet Lounge in Bellevue. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, L.B. Duchess, with co-host Jason Rendon of Seattle Wine Exchange. Hello. How are you all? And we have special guest host, um, Marcus Green. Hello. Hello. He is our featured author for tonight, so we're very excited to have him here and have him tell us about his book here shortly. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Today's show is brought to you by Sweet Lounge and Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery. By art, it makes you feel better. It does. We're chatting on Heartbreak and Valentine's Day. What a combo. <laughs> yes. And, of course, we're going to be covering our socially acceptable, unacceptable, and socially savvy hints. So how how is everyone doing today? How, Fantastic. How are we doing this Spectacular. Spectacular. Monday? We've got a few more days before Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, day. Weather hasn't been too bad. It's no. been It's kind of mellowed out. I mean, it's not been sunny yet. Right. Except for a little glimpse, but... It was nice. Like yesterday was a really nice sunny day. Kind of surprised. Yesterday was, was awesome. a stunning day. Yes. It was beautiful. Actually, um, I was in Woodinville, and I got to attend uh, the Dalil wine release. Uh, I saw pictures of it. Excellent. Oh, I had to be in the house with a house full of teenage girls. Wow. A oh, gaggle. A gaggle of girls. Gaggle of girls, yeah. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> Well, I have to say, I did enjoy being in Woodinville. It was um, how nice. was it? They had it up at the Chateau, mm-hmm. and they they used to have the they have the white tent in the off to the side. Well, they had a clear tent, so the oh, sun nice. beamed through, and ah, when the sun came through, jealous. it was warm and inviting. And they had fabulous, you know, wine and or cheese, and and they launched their new wines. Um, they did something really fun that I thought was cool. Uh, if you tweeted and Facebooked, you there was a special tasting that only you got to have. Oh wow! So I thought it was really kind of fun to you know mix that in. They had uh, two of the winemakers there, mm-hmm. uh, talking about wine and their passion, and so it just made for a really really fun, fun um, afternoon. Yeah, uh, there are some great folks there that run it. They're really nice. Then again, there's a lot of great passionate people there in the Washington wine. Here's a tr- here's a thing for you. In the state of Washington, we're at 750 wineries now. Okay, so that means every 15 days there's a new winery. Can you believe Whoa. that? Whoa. That okay. is a fact. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Every 15 days, there's a new winery. Now, I'm not saying that's a great winery, but it's a good winery. Because I was talking with another winemaker. The bar is getting higher and higher to jump in. So you got to think these wineries that are starting, their wine is really excellent. If you go around, there's there's only a handful that you could go, eh, okay, you know. Like that, meh. But the next year, it'd be like, oh, my God, where'd this come from? And then the next year, meh. That's the nature of winemaking. The That's nature of wine. <laughs> yeah. And we just found out mm-hmm. April uh, 19th and 20th, uh, I'm sorry, 20th and 21st is the Passport to Woodenville. They're coming back. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I absolutely love that event. Their tickets will be available on Monday. You can go to www.woodenvillewinecountry.com 
and get the details there. We went there last year. That was our first year that we got to go there as Socially Savvy. Uh, we've all been there previously, but th- last year it was a beautiful day. It was nice and sunny. It was just awesome. They started doing shuttles now. So if you're a designated driver, you go get to go around for free. You know, you don't get to taste wine because you're the DD. You get this little <laughs> rich man, you know. I love that. But, but you get to go around, and this year, there, last year there was over, about 100 wineries. Now this year it's just going to be the same. We'll know more details that comes up. She's still uh, Gretchen, the lady she runs it. She's an awesome. Uh, she'll give us more details. So every uh, hopefully we'll get here on air in the upcoming weeks. Uh, that's fabulous. I can't wait. Excited we're going to do interviews and uh, whatnot. Wow. So, Valentine's Day is coming around the corner. Valentine's Day is coming around the corner. So I, I went and checked out the new wines. Um, I also did something fun. Uh, some people would call it a little bit, what's the word? Um, strange, you? Not yeah. strange, not risque, but... Dangerous? Um, a little crazy? I guess a little crazy, a little dangerous. I don't know. I wouldn't consider it dangerous. I, actually, I would consider it the opposite of dangerous. I went... Safe? Yeah, sort well, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I went to a handgun course. Ah, okay. I went and took a course nice. on handguns, and uh, my family, they're hunters, mm-hmm. and we have all yep. kinds of weapons, you know, and, and I've, I've shot different kinds of guns before, so it's not like I'm unfamiliar, but I realized... Well, I'm to get on your bad side today. Yeah, yeah. Right. No. <laughs> but I realized I'd not, you know, I didn't, when I thought about it, yeah, sure, anybody can pick up a gun, and okay, you you point the, the firing end at somebody and hope that you hit the target, right? Mm-hmm. That's always the the end result, but I didn't really feel like I knew how to handle a gun. Mm-hmm. So for Christmas, um, my husband got me this course, and it was a three-hour course, and they spent the first hour and a half talking to you about, okay, these are where the guns, you know, this is the safety, this is what this does, this is what that does, this is how you handle the gun, this is how you keep control of it. You know, these are the things you want to consider. This is where you want to put your weight of your body so that you yep. maintain control. Um, it was it was awesome. I mean, it's hard for me to sit through anything for more than 15 minutes. So I was really struggling to stay awake, and it wasn't because of them. It's because I wanted to hear what they were saying, and my body was like going, you're sitting down. It's time to go to sleep. I think that's <laughs> the problem, you know, right now, the whole gun control debate is so strong. I call it, we should not Education. focus on gun control, gun control, but gun ownership. Yes, yes. And, uh, and that's the key thing. It's like I'm consider myself a uh, a, uh, a liberal by nature. You know, not necessarily claim myself to be the Democrat, but I'm more one. So it's like, no, be free. It's okay. You know. And I always <laughs> argue with my conservative friends. And then they're like, but you like a, you have guns and you like to shoot. Hell yeah! I come at my house at two o'clock in the morning and I don't know you. <laughs> Forget yeah, the dog. Beware be the owner. Yeah, beware right, the owner. Right, right. Well, the cool thing was is when we got all done, um, they had twelve different kinds of handguns. There was revolvers. There was nice. Um, what they call? I'm trying to remember the different technical terms that they use. Um, it was a fire stick. Yeah, it was a fire stick. There were there were a couple of different, you know, semi-automatic. <laughs> several. They had a Glock. They had a Ruger. They had Smith and Wesson. They had um, an HK. Oh my goodness! Nice. I shot HK handgun. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Um, it was an HK 45. That thing had some kick. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> But what was cool is, so I, I got to shoot four of them, um, and what was, this is the thing that I, I really wanted to emphasize and why I wanted to bring it up. Life is about education, yeah. and you want to take away fears, and you want to you want to get to a place where people are making informed decisions, educate. Right. And so that's what I did with this, was I went in with the thought processes, I want to get rid of some of my fears and, and, and discomfort with something that is a big part of my family's life. And so the first time, the first gun I shot, I was like, okay, you know, make sure I'm doing this right. Oh, you know, doing this and doing that wrong. And 
uh, by the time I shot the the fourth one, I was like, I've got this. I completely understand. And it took somebody coming up and going, okay, make sure your hands are like this, and just doing those little corrections. Right, right, right. Um, so when I left, I I did. I felt empowered. I felt like, okay, this is what people. This should be a part of. If you're going to have handguns in your in your life in your family, all of your people in your family, anybody who lives with you, anybody, they should be educated. They should know. Um, what's going on? Visitors, um, then everything needs to be behind a locked door. <laughs> right, right. Because you don't know if they're an idiot or not. <laughs> right. People say, oh, you know, get the appropriate gun for your size. You know, an appropriate. Uh, a lot of people don't even know what that is. No, they're like, I have I, no idea. I hear that long debate about, you know, let's get an assault rifle. That's because it's like, I'm sorry, I'll take a little gun in my house at night. I don't care, you know, unless you're. Let's be real. Unless it's a zombie or somebody hell bent and killing you, <laughs> if I shoot you with the smallest of the gun that I can find, you're still gonna go. Ooh, I shouldn't do that. Right. You know? right. But it's, at the same time, I, I hear people who are like, "Oh, but I'm a tiny girl. What do I get? What can you hold?" And yeah, just like you've she said earlier, you gotta be able to control it so it doesn't get used against you. Right. You know, you don't want to. You see, you can like Google, face, uh, go on, uh, go on Facebook and, and search for gun shootings, and you watch other girls and guys who hold a gun and go. Quack. Yeah, they, the they face, hit themselves in the face because they don't know how to handle it. Well, it used to be growing up, that's how I learned how to properly hold a shotgun. Mm-hmm. My grandpa didn't tell me, or my uh, uncle didn't tell me, so I hurt my shoulder. My grandpa, of course, beat my uncle, but, you know, right. <laughs> beat my so uncle. what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but uh, it's a proper hold, you know, get this the gun for your size. I think a lot right. of people, it's like, think of it another way. How many times have you seen that scrawny dude or girl on a big, you know, 1,000cc uh, horsepower motorcycle, you know, and they're like, that, 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 no, no, too big. Get off. No. Yeah. Get off. You're compensating. Get off. You know. Yeah. Right. Everything's about education. So I just thought it was really cool. And, and I would encourage anybody, if you have any fears or if you are, um, you know, if you're around them, go through a course just so that if you do come across something like that, you feel like you know what to do. I mean, they right. have to own the gun either. No, you don't. There's some pe- there's a, I was talking with somebody about home protection, and they don't have any guns, but she'd been told... You know, maybe you should consider having one. You have small children. You're in a, in a neighborhood that's having several break-ins. Right. Um, you know, the the whole thing about being able to protect yourself is, yeah, we, we have police out there, but we don't know when they're going to get they there. They also teach you through those courses. I, I've taken one as well uh, by, a comp- uh, by an organization that I don't actually like, but I like what they teach. Is that kind of weird? Uh, yeah. That, no, you know? that's not weird. That's okay. <laughs> and some of it is... Um, they want, during the, well, if you have a good instructor, he'll tell you, you know, while you're at home at night, you know, lock your doors. Even yeah. if you're home during the day, like we do this. Oh, we lock, lock our doors Kiel, all the time. I lock my doors. Yep. You know, I, you know, at least the front, the back, okay, if they're going, um, uh, they're going to the back door, we'll, we'll say okay. But, you know, you doors, you hide your stuff, you know, even though I have an alarm and it's monitored, you know, I hide my laptop, you know, we have our secret spots to take it with me. You have to take lots of, e- of even precautions. Even like in your car, you know, put your stuff in your back of the trunk. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I hear this all the time. So, oh, what happened to you? I lost it. my such and such. Well, what did you do that? Well, I had in the back seat. Um, you do have a trunk, right? Yeah. You know, same thing with girls. It's kind of like I, girls yeah, my trunk who, is usually full, so. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so know bad. your environment. It's kind of like, you know, some people, like, we're talking, today is Valentine's, or we're going to talk about Valentine's Day and talk about dating and all that. You know, there are certain times that if you're on a first date, to protect yourself, be leery. Even though you met the person for the <laughs> first cautious. time. Yeah. Right. You know, don't bring all your credit cards at the same time. Oh, my God. I got to tell you something. We had just got a portobello mushroom. Okay, this is what I love about our show. 
we were sitting here looking at the drinks, but then the food comes over, and we haven't even yes. done the drink yet on air, but we're going to start off with the oh. food because... Um, the food is awesome here, guys. One you of the know. cool things is, I don't know, most people don't realize that Sweet Lounge is more than just a swanky lounge nightlife. They have a fabulous dinner menu, too. Yes, they do. Um, today, we're going to be trying, right now, the Rosetta, uh, Rosotto Stuffed port- Portobello Mushroom. Hey, here's a trivia. Portobellos, you know the little brown and white mushrooms you get at the store? Okay. Those are them. The little guys, yes. Yeah. Yes. They're they the grow mini- and they get big. Yeah. So, we're very excited to uh, sample some of their food. I'm going to let Jason do the first on that one, and I'll introduce the drink, which, of course, you know, socially savvy, that's one of the benefits. We always get to start off with a beverage. Uh, they they uh, roast their, uh, take roasted vegetables and put it with risotto, pine nuts, and they put it in the side of the uh, of a large grilled. Uh, Marcus, go ahead. Cut it up. Uh, it's, it's just going to get cold, really. It's okay. Yeah, you get to, you're the guest. You get to take okay, the first thing. Yeah. It comes with oh, a... Ask permission first. Oh, I love that. <laughs> if you don't ask for... If, well, that's good to ask permission. That is the, that is the nice way that to is, do it, but it will go And the drink that we're going to be starting out, one of Sweet's specialties is their finish. Absolute red ruby, um, grapefruit juice, lemon juice, cranberry juice, and triple sec. It's a fabulous... The finish is a fabulous way to start off your evening. I absolutely adore it. Jason, why don't you take right. a sip and let? I like it because it? it's it. I just told everybody. Oh, that's right. I was watching him name. cut. The I know food. you're watching him cut so the good. food. <laughs> it's a a wonderful drink, especially if you're trying to don't like really super wow. sweet things. It has really an, a, a yumminess to it that is just very mellow and mild. I absolutely adore it. So come to the sweet and have a finish. <laughs> yes, all the recipes are made fresh daily, and all service sauces are made in house by their culinary team. And it's not like a bag and boil. They actually make it fresh. Oh, I um, love that. Let me say, eating and drinking on the job. You guys oh, have it so bad. Yes, <laughs> we do. We have it really bad. It's our when I go to Windville, I call it research. <laughs> yeah, my bookkeeper loves that because I told her, says, what do you... Nice euphemism. Yeah, she goes, what do you do when you're in Windville? I said, I do research. She says, I like it. So I got a research category. I like that. Research category. So love the beverage. You haven't had a chance to try it yet, Marcus. I have tried the beverage. You ha- you've tried the finish? Yeah. Oh, good. It's so really good. now I get to try the risotto mushroom. <laughs> it's excellent. Uh, signature plates are geared more towards individual diners and can be modified by switching the side dishes with an a la carte menu item. That's kind of a, a difference than what other restaurants do. Uh-huh. They kind of make it a little more easier. You know, we are in the Hyatt Hotel. And uh, it's, it's in Bellevue. In Bellevue, and uh, it, it is you know, important to notice is that you know they they try to mix it up. This is their they got another restaurant down the way. You got your room service. You know it's hard sometimes to be compatible with uh, you know other restaurants in the area because it is Bellevue. But their food is stellar. I, I mean I love their happy hour that they got going. Their happy hour is fantastic. Their appetizers have always been good. Um, yes, I love. It's their... really nice to know that they have a dinner menu though, and the stuffed mushroom with risotto. It's light. Mm-hmm. This is perfect for somebody who like lava? doesn't want something heavy. I mean, it's delicious. If you guys are fans of uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay, um, he talks about uh, lava, uh, risotto being like lava. See you now. Jason. We're talking food. We're talking in food and we're spilling it. Okay, yeah. you going to hold that? Okay, yes, here I'm we go. Hold that. This mushroom is literally Christmas in my mouth right okay. now. I <laughs> absolutely love it. I've never tried it before, but I am now going to be ordering it, let me tell you. <laughs> Mine's almost gone. So one of the fun things of, of being go, doing the Socially Savvy, we get to try all these different foods and tell our fabulous listeners, hey, come check it out. Because a lot of times, you know, when you're just getting back into the social scene, 
um, maybe you're a mom and your kids are finally old enough where you can have a babysitter for more than three hours okay. and you want to get out there and you want to start, you know, checking out food. I remember the first time we, um, our kids got old enough, my husband goes, hey, let's go out. And I was like, yeah, let's go. And I'm like, where do we go? We had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely good uh, as we get into the, the conversation about uh, the Valentine's Day and whatnot. This is a good place that if you just want to take off, you know, when we get in our socially savvy yep. hands. Uh, it's a nice area. Be a little anonymous. I, I know I do when I get a little rummed up on on uh, work and business and everything else. I have my private uh, spots I have in Seattle that I go there. And if I meet a friend there, I says, don't you check me in. Uh, this oh, is my that's spot. funny. You know, we'll meet and we'll chat. You know, it's like, but don't check me in because this is our, our private little area that just to relax, you know. And it's a fun time. This is really good stuff. Well, you know, a fun thing is if you do want to support those businesses and, and you know, because some people do, they want to go, hey, I've seen you. You've checked into this place a bunch of right. times. It must be oh, good. Oh, yeah. Um, if you don't want to be bothered, and, and I don't mean this in a negative way, check in when you're leaving. That's a good deal. You know, especially if you're a woman, you're single, and maybe you're, you know, you don't know who's watching. I like to check in when I'm leaving um, if my husband isn't around or, or if I'm, you know, going to events by myself. Um, I just feel safer that way. Yep. Plus, you can take pictures of the food you ate. Yeah. Show it and all that. Chocolate Chup Wine, purveyor of all things chocolate, has six different flavors to choose from. Chocolate Red Wine, Creme de Coco, Chocolate Strawberry, Chocolate Mint, Almond Roca, and Sparkling Chocolate Red Wine. Go to chocolateshopwine.com. And I got one for you. So, mocha. You know their mocha? Uh-huh. Oh, you have a recipe for it, I don't do. you? So, I got a new one I did. So, you take uh, the mocha, right? Uh-huh. And when you're making your vanilla uh, custard, you pour a little bit in there. Uh-huh. Then you have a milk of custard. Oh. You replace some of the milk for that. It's got alcohol in it. Interesting. But when you bake it, it bakes it out. So that's another little... I, I always try to find really different, unique uh, flavors to, to do with the wines that we get, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get the dessert wines and people the go, oh, well... The dessert wines are a lot of fun to play with. To be frank, not a lot of people drink the entire bottle of dessert wine, so they're like... They're stuck Unless with they're sitting with like five or seven other friends. Right, right. <laughs> so when you think about it, it's like, I always try to think of ways, what can we do to to, to use it, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, red wine doesn't doesn't get wasted in my house, that's for certain. Right. But some of the dessert wines do. So I'm always like, okay, what can we do? Like last week, we had the Chocolate Shops uh, red sparkling wine. And LB put... A hibiscus flower in it. It was really awesome. It tasted pretty good. It cut down some of the chocolate on it. It did. It was funny. And uh, so, LB, what's our topic today? Well, we've Again. got. I'm excited. We've got a couple of fun topics, of course. Um, you know, we always cover. Our, we're going to cover Valentine's Day a little bit later, but um, we've got Marcus Green here, and yes, yes. you are an author. Yes, ma'am. Of a fabulous book uh, that takes a look at the male perspective, kind of, of the Eat, Pray, Love. Or yes. what, however that, I always screw that up. Yeah, um, right, Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah. Okay, I did. I didn't screw it up. <laughs> yes, yay for me. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, the, what, tell us the name of your book, and um, just tell us about your book and what inspired the book. Yeah, well, uh, the name of the book is A Year Without April, and uh, I was inspired uh Essentially, uh, it is a novel, but it's based heavily on my own life. And uh, you know, originally I was somewhat like the the main character in the in the book. I was in working in the investment field. I was an investment banker, um, very much loving the playboy lifestyle and believing that love was something that you know Hallmark or Hollywood had made up. <laughs> uh, and 
it, it just so happens that that of course you know when you when you're thinking life is great and you're on your way to becoming you know the next George Clooney that uh, love kind of hits you over the head and yeah I uh, yeah so I ended up falling deeply and deeply madly in love with this uh, with this woman who was uh, you know fantastic and but you know just unfortunately just as soon as I was you know ready to name our unborn children and you know uh, register our tuxes <laughs> uh, unfortunately I went from cloud nine you know it hit right to rock bottom fairly abruptly wow uh, you know when unfortunately when she broke my heart and so uh you know for a while just like most guys you try to be in denial about the whole situation oh, yeah and yeah and you know it's ah you know I'm, i can just get over it but uh it seemed it, it was weird it, it, my heart uh in life it, it seemed like to, to not you know be coming back to the area and I, where i thought it should be and so uh you know, I kind of internalized the whole situation as far as the pain and stuff I was feeling, and I, you know, as as most guys don't go out and like, hey man, I'm, you know, I'm, my heart is broken. I know you don't you have do? like support groups, and yeah, we, you can't we don't. call up your girlfriends and go, I need ice cream. <laughs> we, we we are missing those talk therapy sessions that that most yeah. women have, unfortunately. I like your uh, quote: "Love's a bitch," and then it doesn't even have the common decency to mercifully allow you to die after it gets down, <laughs> with you, gets done with you. <laughs> That is pretty damn accurate. That, that is I, fabulous. I, I love that. I actually took that quote from a, a, a marine that I had interviewed for the uh, for the, for the novel to come up with the story. Uh, but yeah, so, so anyway, so I, I went went around for a while trying to look for things that resembled what you know what I'd been through, and the only thing that I could find was kind of you know things like eat, pray, love, where you know a lady goes across. Uh, the the Atlantic to you know find to exotic lands to eat exotic foods and, and you know she could have just came to Bellevue and you know ate the great food here at the Sleep Lounge but anyway. <laughs> yeah but sometimes it's the, it's the travel <laughs> that, that is you true that is through. true no so I I wanted to find something or create something that was a little more accurate at least to to, to me for to what a, a guy and a, a lay person goes through so I went on a quest interviewed over uh, 200 males who had been heartbroken, kind of a, an anthropologist to the heartbroken, if you will. Wow. To, to gain their experience and, you know, add it to mine. And, and, and originally, and eventually those stories you know, became to, uh, you know, what a formed the novel. Exactly. Uh-huh. What formed the novel a year at that April, along with my own story. So, and wow. there you have it. Nice. That is amazing. How long, how long did this journey take you? Uh, the whole process, probably the interview process took about a year, and then it took a year and a half to write the actual novel. Um Wow. Yeah, two and a half years altogether. Yeah. Very. Wow. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it was definitely an experience. You you had everybody from, you know, Fortune 500 CEO type people to Marines to just lay people on the street. And, uh, you know, the thing that I found out was that it, heartbreak and love really does affect us all pretty much the same, you know. It's so funny. I was just going to ask you, <laughs> you know, what do you, do you feel that there's a difference in how males and females you know, yeah, how we externalize our heartbreak is one thing, but it sounds like from what you've been talking about in our talks here just a little bit ago, that the internal process is very much the same. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, it's that external process where I think females, for the most part, they're more comfortable with admitting to people when somebody has broken their heart and it, and, and it you know, and the effect that has on their life, whereas males, it, for whatever reason, we kind of view it as, a weakness or, you know, we're frail or meek uh, when that happens. And I think the reality is that uh, if you're a human being, whether you're male or female, and it doesn't make you weak or abnormal to admit that someone's broken your heart. It makes you human. Well, yeah, and that's one of the things is, is women today want 
They don't want a robot. They want a, a man who has feelings. They want a man who can be a man. Right. Yes. W- women these days, I'm just going to tell you, I feel <laughs> sorry for men. I mean, I've been in a 27-year relationship, and, and I swear to God, my poor husband is really. still spinning. There's days where he's like, could you just decide what you want for me? <laughs> You know, we want that man's man. Um, we want the, you, you to communicate with us. Right. And the, the thing about it is, is men and women communicate so differently. And that right. whole sometimes, sometimes we're like we're right on spot. We're like, yeah, okay, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Other times you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> sometimes it's kind of like, um, okay, wait a minute. No, Martian is not spoken here. Knock it off. Just right. let's just speak English, and you'll go through the same sentence over and over, and you're going. I'm speaking English. I know you speak this language. Would you just listen? You know, um, right. But those are those things I think for all of our, our commonality, I think where we struggle the most is voicing that, is, is relaying that. Right. It really is communication, yes. yes. Is, is how, and how we communicate, you know, like you were saying, men express it very differently than women, but internally we feel it pretty much the same. There is that, that loss that, um, that you mourn, and some people right. mourn farther or longer depending on the connection that was made. Um, right. I, I think uh, to your point, it's kind of like uh, I remember reading something that uh, Scarlett Johansson said when she got a divorce from uh, what's his name, Ryan Reynolds, and she said there's no there's no blueprint or time frame for things to happen. I mean, and this is the you know sexiest woman woman in the world, you know, according to Pe- People Magazine. So wow. Saying that, so you, you imagine that the the regular Joe on the street, yeah, that. Yeah. It definitely affects me. It's, it's not going to be one of those, oh, this doesn't apply to you. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so not happening. These are different way. times. Uh, this is our 10-year anniversary year. We're going to go to the, the City of Love. Oh, nice. But uh, it's been a lot of times when we... That, that'd be Paris, France, not Paris, Texas. Right? Uh, that's, right. Okay. <laughs> that's right. I've been to Paris, Texas. It ain't the same. I haven't been to Paris, Texas. I've been to Texas, but I'll have to check out Paris, Texas. I've never been, been to Paris town. either, Paris, France, though. No. I've actually been to Paris and Vegas, too, so... Oh, okay. I'm working. Shush. You, you got the hat trick with Okay, you know what? I'm still going to club you right over the I head. Know. He knows I haven't been there yet. You're vile. That is, that is vile. Weird. But no, sometimes there there have been years when we're like, how the hell do we make it through that year? Really, you know? Right. And sometimes there's days and minutes, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. I still don't like you. Right. Okay. So and I love this. We're in a bar, so I can get away with this or a lounge. I, I call it a bar because I'm sitting here looking at all the, the beverages. Right. But you know, sweet is a, a lounge, a restaurant, everything, and it is hilarious because for me. Um, holy crap, I just completely lost my <laughs> No, it's so good. Whatever you're going to say, when, I know it's great. I love it yeah. when listeners come up and they're like, hi, and I want to go, hi. <laughs> my brain shifts somewhere else. <laughs> we are we live. live. We are live on the internet. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. It's it's really neat. In, in I wanted to remember my train of thought. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come back to you. You're, you're mad because you. you didn't get to go to Vegas. Yeah. I used to live there. So. I don't even want to. You know what? I don't want to talk great. to you. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to tell you. Okay, so this is Bing. this is the fun part of, of um, on-air versus being on a, a syndicate syndication. So we've all been in relationships and all right. had your heart broken. You're, you've all been really pissed off at somebody. So you know what hallway sex is, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. You've heard of hallway sex? Yeah, you know, here. I did that like five minutes ago before the show. So, so you walk no, just, by each I other? I kid, I kid. You, <laughs> no. So hallway sex is when you walk by each other in the hallway and you go, fuck you, fuck you too. <laughs> That's your hallway sex. As That's called coping. There you go, there you go. <laughs> it's fun times. 
Okay, so I believe. Oh, not yet. All right. We have a. We get to. Uh, we get to do our second beverage tasting. Yes. Oh, all right. And this is one of uh, Sweet's other signatures. They actually have three signature beverages. They do. They have um, the finish. Mm-hmm. They have uh, the sweet spot, which is what we're going to be tasting next. And the one that has been around since the dawn of time, and um, I absolutely love. No, actually, it is. It's the sweet spot and the finish are the two. The other one that's really yummy we've had before is the huckleberry lime dr- yeah, lemon we have drop. That. Um, that's that's really fabulous. Good. It's one of my favorites, and I don't really drink heavy alcohol. I'm a wine guy, but yeah. I love the sweet spot was um, created by one of the um, bar guys here. He's been a manager. He's been a, a beverage server. He's been everything. And uh, he created this beverage, and it is so fun. So you guys can have to try this. Mm. It's very fun and exciting. What's it taste like? Ooh, it's yummy. And there's stuff on the bottom, but I didn't shake it up. It's pretty because it. Um, one of the things that I love about beverages, um, good mixed drinks, is when they have three dimensions to them. They have layers, yeah. and they did such a great job with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people think, oh, you know, you don't need to do the cute little curlies. But they took the, the rind, and they made a curl out of it. Presentation is a lot. Presentation is a lot of everything. Right. Um, like I'm sure when you were choosing your book cover, mm-hmm. you know, you're thinking about how because when somebody's walking by, that five or ten seconds that they're looking at it is eye catching. Does it capture exactly, what yeah. it is you're trying to portray so that the person that you're trying to get in touch with right. picks up that book? Definitely. So your presentation is everything, yeah. and I think they do a fabulous job here. I do have to say the irony is not lost on me that I'm, I'm drinking what some would say, you know, to be. Chick drinks, and <laughs> the whole thing is that I, you know, that I, a, a man's man can still be heartbroken and get on, oh, yeah. get on with it. Oh but, yeah, and, you know, and I, you know, <laughs> I want to touch base a little bit about that. And I think women need to, I think that women need to kind of un, unbunch their panties a little bit <laughs> and stop assuming that men oh don't feel. I mean, men don't feel the same way we feel. You feel the emotions a little bit differently only right. in how you externalize them. You feel hurt. You feel pain the way we do as far as the depth. And, you know, when somebody says you feel like your heart's been ripped out of your body, I've heard both men and women say that. That that feeling is the same. Right. And and I think, but unfortunately, I think uh, that men, since we, it's, for whatever reason, it, it seems taboo to talk about it. We engage in some... Very less than constructive ways of handling it. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I can't tell you how many countless stories. Give me I've a heard. less than constructive example. Well, hey, I mean, <laughs> alcohol is usually involved in a lot of those things. So, yes, uh, that's the term. Uh, drink dialing. Uh, drunk dialing. Drunk dialing. Right, drunk yeah. texting. Drunk dialing. Drunk dialing. It's, uh, don't do it. Revenge sex, I think, is one of the best. Right, that, it's one of the best examples that you know. What? How often do women have revenge sex versus a man? Well, and and I think with with men, it, it's so bad because uh, a lot of the ones that that I talk to, they wanted to just hurt every single woman who crossed their path as far yeah. as emotionally. They take it out on right. Others, they would take yeah. it out on them. They would you know make a, a woman fall in love with them and then just completely crush their heart as if that was getting you know back right to the one woman who crushed their heart. It's, it's almost it's a very perverse sort of, you know, domino effect. Well, and I have to wonder, and I don't know if it's just a man thing. I'm sure it's not just a man thing, but I think um, there are certain thought processes that when they see a certain behavior, well, I guess it comes down to the whole profiling thought process. You profile somebody, oh, you know, his pants are sagging, his hat's off crooked, oh, he's (laughs) got to be a gangster. You know, it's that profiling that happens emotionally 
that has, I think, a little bit long-lasting and sometimes more subconscious that we right. don't think about. You see somebody dress a certain way or talking a certain way, you will automatically profile them based oh, yeah. off of your emotional experience and trying right. to educate your brain and recognize this is a completely different person. Right. That does it, you don't need to assume yeah. that they're going to do it. now certain behaviors, certain attitudes, right, right. then you're just going to be, of course, cautious because wisdom is learning from your mistakes. Well, exactly. Supposedly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> I know a lot of times when people do that, it takes, you know, you have to break down the barriers. Like, you know, I put up walls. Oh, I see this trait in you. That means this is what's going to happen next. And sometimes yes, it happens, yes. sometimes it doesn't. And I know, I think for me, our my relationship, getting past that, we have one rule in our one, which is no mm-hmm. lies, and it crosses into our friends' lives. Right. You know, where we can sit yeah. there and, you know, and be like, hey, this is not going to, you know, it's going to work that way. Right. Jason, you need to take a picture of this. <laughs> I've got a camera. I'll take a picture. You take a picture and I'll tell you what you're eating. So we just brought up the other main course that we're going to be testing tonight. And this is one of the things that um, I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to tweet it and I'm going to Facebook it because <laughs> you've got to check this food out. And again, we were just talking about presentation. Food's got to taste fabulous. But before you're willing to taste it, it's got to look like you want to eat it. That is true. And yep. this is definitely an example of something that you're just, I'm like going, okay, yeah, I don't, you guys go take a coffee break because I'm going to eat all of it. <laughs> Savory herb marinated bistro medallion steak with garlic, white garlic uh, mashed red potatoes. Awesome. And again, you know, one of the things that I'm loving about what they do, for those of you who come out with friends, um, this is a great first date place because the plates, you can, it's like the, the way they've got this set up, you can order one plate to share and try together, and it works really, really well. You can order two different plates and share them very, very easily. I think, at least from my experience, and one of my favorite things is I think sharing food is a very intimate thing. Hmm. I think it's I very agree. fun. It's very social. Um, I'm Latin. So, of course, we're constantly sharing food. I mean, any of my friends, I will tell them when we sit down to t- dinner, I will eat with my fingers. I will probably take food from your plate. Please consider that a compliment, not an insult. <laughs> she is Latin. She doesn't like guacamole. I don't get it. Hush. All right. <laughs> Hush. So, as far as heartbreak goes, if, you know. Well, food is also a great comfort for the heartbroken. I must oh, admit. yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it really comfort is. Too. Yes. So, for somebody who is going through something that, you know, a very severe heartbreak, especially a male, what advice would you give them? What would you say to them um, to help them maybe avoid some of the pitfalls of the whole right. angry man syndrome? <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I think the first step is, is honestly, it's just like anything else, to admit that you are broken. Admit, it, it takes a strong man, a strong person to admit when he's weak. And that's what I, that was the, the overwhelming advice that I got from, for most of the males that I talked to, and these are uh, a lot of the, you know Marines and soldiers and things like that, they, they had you know come back from overseas and you know only to find that their person who they thought were their, their true love was you know hooked up with somebody else or, or what have you. It, it's admitting that you're heartbroken, admitting that it does hurt, and that you, as tough as you might be uh, externally, is as weak as it might you might feel internally, and so just. Uh, you know, realizing that, yeah, it, it does hurt and that this person, you know, did affect me and, you know, I might, you know, and, and let me not do anything stupid. To <laughs> <laughs> I like that, let me not do anything stupid. <laughs> there, there's this one story, for instance, there's this uh, Marine and he uh, he was over stationed at Fort Lewis and for, uh, he had just broken up with someone and, you know, he wanted to take it out 
on whoever he could, and so he wound up uh, insulting pretty much every person's mother there in the uh, wow. <laughs> in, in the bar, and he got a lot of broken bones to go with his broken heart. <laughs> so you don't want to <laughs> exacerbate the problem, is, is what I'm saying. So, yeah. That's a that's a good point. <laughs> well, and one of the things I wish, uh, you know, and I think, I mean, I have three boys, and so I encourage them to talk. Right. Um, talk. I what? know men have a harder time. That you guys don't, you know, sit down and talk about all the crazy right. stuff as women do. Um, and sometimes it, it is hard to talk to another man. But uh, finding a good woman who's a friend, an aunt, right? Um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that I'm the kind of mother that my boys can come and talk to me about anything. Right. And, and you the, seem like it. You seem like it. Thank you. <laughs> and the thing that I would want to say is, you know, if a man comes to you and and he's going through something like this from uh, um, for a woman, you want to be, I want to say that women need to recognize the responsibility that comes along when a man opens his heart up to right. you as a friend or, or anything else. Um, emotion is a part of what we breathe and live. Yes. Right. Emotion is something that you, that you strive to understand, comprehend, and embrace. Right. And... So the and responsibility for a woman is not to break that. Right. And and, and men, we, we we definitely have, I mean, if you see us root for our sports team, we definitely have <laughs> that propensity oh, for emotion. It's so, there. Yeah. <laughs> but I think as you were saying, too, as far as getting it out to a friend, but also just getting it out to yourself, just even if it's a letter that you write, you know, uh, addressed to the person that well, you might not idea. send out to the person, but just right. knowing that those emotions are on paper and they are out of you, uh, I, I think there's even been a study done saying that you know people who, when whenever they're angry or upset, uh, as long as they're able to get those e- emotions out, they're they're able to to go on and handle the situation better than those who don't. So, that's, yeah, yeah, that's very true. Well, and they say that writing is very ther- therapeutic. Right. Well, hey, I mean, I I wrote a whole novel about a girl, so yeah, <laughs> I would concur. That was very therapeutic. <laughs> yeah. From 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 the the movie. Um, what? what is it? Uh, Okay, I can see the I picture. Josh, you're distracting <laughs> me. <laughs> Pretty Ooh. woman. There you, Pretty yes, woman. yes. This is 88 inches of therapy wrapped around you. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> life therapy comes in very different, many different forms. That is true. Very Just true. make sure that you, you, whatever you're doing is therapeutic and not harmful. Yes, there you go. <laughs> that was the whole crux of the joke that I pretty much botched. Just saying. It's funny to me. It's funny to me. <laughs> Cascade Ice Water is a zero-calorie, sugar-free flavored sparkling water that eliminates all the unnecessary, unhealthy extras found in other flavored waters like sugar, sodium, carbs, caffeine, and gluten. Follow their blog at www.cascadeicewaters.com backslash blog. I like this. I like that. I like Cascade Ice. (laughs) (laughs) They're really good. I like all our sponsors, but... Cascade ice is good, especially like in the middle of the night when you're like, you wake up and you can't fall asleep and you really don't want milk. It's very refreshing. It is. It's very refreshing. This is really good food. You know that? It is fantastic this food. This is excellent. This, this, is, this the, is a fun dinner place. I, I want to say this is the best interview that I've done. Uh, I've been on New Day Northwest. Uh, I've been on, you know, KBCS. I've been on some other radio stations and I'll, you know, be on some other stations next week as well. This is, this is the best interview. I just want to say that. We rock the interview. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's no alcohol at the other one, so that I mean already well, there. there you go, plus, you know. Just saying. That's a fun. Socially savvy embraces everything social. Yes. So you know, during the week here at the suite, 
uh, you know, they're, con- they're, they're consistently known for as a restaurant lounge atmosphere. And on Friday and Saturday nights, uh, you can enjoy a free aerial act show from the Seattle Area Arts where they en- while you're enjoying your meal. And they're like right there. It's a little pink thing. They, they You know, it always amazes me. These women are super strong, so don't piss them off. Right. <laughs> yes, and they're very good at what they do. Yes. <laughs> Also, after 9.30 on Friday and Saturday nights, they uh, feature the resident DJ that plays energetic mashups. Oh, he is phenomenal. And they have rock songs. They have um, special DJs that come in. Um, DJ scene. Fabulous, fabulous DJ. Uh, This is one of those places that if you want to go down on a date, this is great for a dinner. It's it's nice and laid back. It's more grown up. It's sophisticated. If you want to go out for the evening... Again, it has that level of sophistication that you don't have a bunch of 20, 22-year-olds. You know, obviously 20, you would hope they wouldn't be in a bar, but they usually are. <laughs> You've got a, a much more laid-back scene. The music can be loud, but you can still carry on a conversation. And yep. that's one of the things I think a lot of nightlife places miss. Yeah, so, it's for the grown and sexy, I would say. I love that. Yes, for the grown and sexy. Sweet is for the grown and yeah. sexy. <laughs> love that. Okay, Definitely. so our socially savvy hints, which we typically do at the beginning of the show, but we were too busy enjoying food, beverage, and chatting. We never do that. We never do that. So, <laughs> no. socially savvy hint. My socially savvy hint is a break up, breakdown is not a social event and should probably not be done in public. Mm. That's my hint. So, if you're going to have a meltdown, yes. <laughs> don't make you don't say, hey, let's buy tickets, sell tickets. Let's, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. The, a social setting is not the place to do that. And not at all. No. Understanding, you know, that sometimes you don't see it coming, but then you need to leave. You know, I, I think when you have a breakup, for me, I think it's socially, you know, uh, a good way to deal with a hint is go someplace you haven't been before and just relax. Right. Yeah, there's off, no memories attached it. to it. I just like that. Go someplace else. Go to that. Go to the hotel lobby, get a glass of wine and relax, or beer. Check shot. out some place you've always and wanted like to go to. And you're not even there right, in, you're right. in Washington. You know that you're, you're somewhere else. Right. That's a great... It actually applies for work, too, but anyhow. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. What about you, Marcus? Yeah, no, I, I definitely uh, agree uh-huh. with you. I've, I've, uh, one of my favorite places when I, had, I had, was dealing with the breakup that I, uh, that I was dealing with was uh, Kubota Garden. Uh, it's this you know Japanese uh, plant garden over... like. In the middle of you know urban sprawl of uh, Rainier Valley, and you know you you enter into it and you see all this these lush you know plants and trees and everything else, and you're like, wow, am I you know where am I at? So yeah, I, I would definitely concur that you have to sort of out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. That's a good idea. I like that. Okay. What? It's time for socially acceptable. <laughs> because you have socially acceptable. Because blood works best. Yes. All right. Well, people don't always catch a hint, and dating, marriage, every God will attest to it. My husband to this day, he's so hilarious. He'll come up to me and he'll go, "So, just say it straight. <laughs> don't hint around, because I'm not going to get it." There's a lot of. It's, <laughs> it's socially he's so blunt. That this is the hard part, and guys, I've done this when I left. Sorry, I was just so choked up. <laughs> Let it out, man. Let it out. Let it out, Jason. Come on, man. <laughs> and his wife looks over at him like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, my previous, I, I've been married once before, and I came to realization one time when I sat there and I looked at her and I go, you know, hon, I, I do love you, but I'm just not in love with you anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
And oh, those are the most vile words a person can say. And when you yeah. do that, it feels like a big weight off my mind, you know. Right. Instead of saying, wow. I mean, I could have sent in an email. I could have like sent, but I just like you know, we're wasting <laughs> our time. That that was the best thing that I, I think you do. I I I talked to so many people and. They say they get the cliche so often about that. You know, it's not really you, it's me. And they would rather really just hear, no, it is you. It is you. It's 100% you, right. babe. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you stink, you're whatever. <laughs> I'm it's, sorry, you eat, you breathe, you right. live, like, it's you. That breathing right. in and out. Right, I'd rather, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I'd rather have, like, the, the, the big blow up right then and there and then be done with it. Oh, yeah. I suppose the, the long burning fuse and you're constantly, well, what is it? And guys, no, just, just go for the record. Just you're the bad guy. Just accept it. Say, yeah, I'm the bad guy. Right. I'm the worst thing since you're gonna be the bad guy. Fine. Right. Because cool. right. after that, then you don't it's have emotional. to defend yourself. You have to right. remember with women, it is emotional. You will be the bad guy right. because we are <laughs> feeling the hurt. Right. As, right. And, and and it's not that we don't. I mean, well, typically you guys come off that you're not feeling the hurt, so that's where the confusion <laughs> comes in. That, I'm, that I'm is just completely saying. true. I, <laughs> I, but but yeah. I think you owe it to a person. Whether I mean you, you spend some sort of time with them, you know, whether, some sort of intimate time with them. Usually when you when you're in a relationship, that you that you should go and and no text or no beating around the bush, and you should just say you know how you feel exactly and, yeah. and be willing. I've I've been slapped in the face many a time, but hey, hey, you know. Well, you know, and that's one of the things that we talk about. We've got the socially savvy hints, and then we have the acceptable and unacceptable, right. and we always joke, you know, because blunt works best. The it thing does. about blunt is there's no room for error. There's no margin for error. If I look at you and go, you smell. <laughs> you don't take a shower. You smell. Yeah. There is nothing there that can be remotely confusing. Right. Well, what right. do you mean I smell? What do, what do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's I mean, that's about as blunt as you can right. get. But you know, coming across and saying, I need you to tell me that you love me every single day. That's what I need. That's the right. kind of blunt that you need to have in a relationship these days. Um, my husband is adorable. He cracks me up. He'll look at me. He goes, could you just tell me what you want? I'm like, I, you know what I want. We've been together for 27 years. You, you do a fabulous job. I love right. it. He goes, but you change. <laughs> so true. I need you to tell me exactly what you want. And, and here's the thing. Here's the clue, guys. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys will tell you what we want on the menu. We'll tell you what we want for our drink. As a matter of fact, we'll tell you what we want you to tell us when we ask you what what we think of what we're wearing. Right. But we want to know what's going on in your mind. And the, the, the joke is we're hoping that, like, when we say, how do we look, that you like how we look. Right. And guys are so direct. They're like, well, do you want me to tell you the truth? <laughs> I really wouldn't wear those pants. And and then we get mad at you for it. So it's this this oxymoron, you know, switch of events. Right. But there's a way in trying to, to have that honesty and have that. Right. That's that the hardest bluntness. part. To sit there and say, you know, By I really. By putting frosting on it. Right, right, exactly. I don't, I don't like that, the, the uh, deodorant you're wearing. You know, I don't like that brand, you know, and saying that doesn't work with you, you know. Well, and, and you know, and, and again, it's all about that flowering. Sometimes uh, when it comes to, like, let's, let's use a fragrance or a scent, for example. Right. Uh, your chemistry changes every seven years, so you can wear something and it'll smell dynamic. Right. And then um, seven years in one day, and it smells terrible. Right. Your body changes, the chemistry changes, and it sours on you. You know, right. so how would you handle it? You look at it, you go, you know, the hun, that's just not the same on you. <laughs> you can look at it and you go, that, that your your chemistry is changing no, that. Let's that. find, you know, and, and always be result-driven. Let's find you something new and fabulous. Right. You know, right. anytime you're looking at, at trying to address something that makes somebody uncomfortable, 
try to be solution-based with it. You know, that dress just, it isn't working for you. It's mm-hmm. not capturing your best features. Let's go find something that's really going to show off what right, you've right. got going so on. Let's a euphemism here and there. For this. Yeah, and it's not, you know, and that's, that's going to help That's gonna help a woman get through it because, you know, the last thing, honestly, and this is where the Catch-22 comes in, the last thing a woman wants to do is walk out and find out that the, the flower cut pants, you know, the flower with the big, huge flowers all over, make her butt look the size of a bus, you right. know, whereas if she, maybe she had gone... I have said there are some guys who do like that. <laughs> there are. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this is this is where that whole, you know, uh, I don't know. They don't tell you those things. You know? I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, it gets a little bit tricky. I think, I think, Definitely. I think uh, the whole relationship thing. You know, people ask me all the time. Well, somebody was asking me about dating the other day, and I go, I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't dated in 27 years. <laughs> I don't have a clue. I could do what you guys do. I can't even imagine Match.com. I mean, seriously. Right. I would look at it and go, No, no. Oh hell no. <laughs> I just. Yeah. I. It's just so far beyond right. my ability, but. Well, yeah. honestly, I mean, none of us do. I mean, there's been, you know... You deal with it because that's where you're at. Right, exactly. exactly. Oh, good. It's just I love... We have this fabulous um, weight gentleman. His name is Michael. And he comes by the table, and he's delivered all of our food. He was actually the one who um, created one of the, the drinks that we drank tonight. Oh. Fantastic gentleman. Um, if you come and ask for him, he's, he's dynamite. Yeah. Love him. Um, Kate is the manager. She runs it during the week and does a fabulous job. David Lyons runs the nightclub part of it. It's 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 a fun fun it's a crew. Place. We it's love a good place. Okay, so Girly Girl Wines, a woman's wine company designed to serve women who are young at heart and enjoy their girly girl time in their daily life. Girly Girl Wine also donates a part of its proceeds to help fund breast cancer and several other kinds of research. Check them out at www.girlygirlwines.com. Yep, fabulous. And my favorite segment, <clears throat> unacceptable. Okay. It is socially unacceptable to talk about your breakup on Valentine's Day at a social scene. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I don't care. I don't care what the reason is. It's Valentine's Day. You are supposed to be about love. You're supposed to love your neighbor. You're supposed to love their dog. You're supposed to love your mother, your brother, your every. Right, right. And, and, you know, Valentine's Day isn't. Should not. I shouldn't. It is typically because of Hallmark, but should not be just about couples. It should be about, you know, take that one day where you really let people know that you love them, you know, mm-hmm. your kids, your parents, right. that kind of thing. Um, but to talk about your heartbreak on Valentine's Day, seriously, if you're at a bar, somebody should just knock the stool right from underneath <laughs> your sorry ass. I, I, I certainly agree. It's one of those days if you honestly cannot have anything good to say, just stay, stay home. Stay the hell home. Yes, yes. yes. Just stay Do home. not ruin it for everybody else. <laughs> there. There are actually a couple stories of talking to the guy, into the guys um, for the book, and they would accidentally, on purpose, of course, show up to where the their ex was, you know. Oh, good God! And literally try to get a table next to them just to talk on and on about how heartbroken they were. They were to I, really? I don't know if they wow. thought that the the woman would take them back. Oh, she's or gonna something. stop her dinner with right, the guy she's right. sitting right now. I'm so sorry, honey. I had no idea right. that you loved me to I the depths of you. No, that's not gonna You're happen. Ten thousand eighty-eight Texas. Yeah, Later, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, blowing up somebody's phone. Oh, that's the other thing. Blowing up somebody's phone on Valentine's yeah, Day. Right. No, big no. <laughs> Don't do it. Flowers, Just saying, completely unacceptable. Candy, <laughs> gifts. Right. There's too many other positive things that you can do on Valentine's Day. 
Um, very, if very you, much. If I, you don't have a love in your life, again, you know, reach out to people. Spend the day being nice and appreciating the people around you. Well, what I've seen, too, is if, if people, they, they volunteer at, let's say, uh, elder care homes yeah. or they volunteer, uh, you know, to tutor children on that day. Because you, you want to know that, I mean, ultimately, we want to know, Valentine's Day is an affirmation that we matter in someone's life. And so people want to know matters. that they matter in someone's life. Exactly. So do something that matters. Jason, stop looking at me funny. I'm using the rind to mix my drink. Stop it's it. not mixing. It is mixing. Look it. It's not all red on the bottom. This is why you should come to the show, because I, sometimes I do look like a complete idiot, and it can be kind of funny. We never spill any of our wine at all. No. Never. Or on my computer. Nope. I don't do that. Never done. It is so successful to be on a date and kind of bring up your ex. Yes. I've seen that. Oh, I've heard yes. that. Don't ever bring up anybody right. that you previously dated. Yes. That is so unacceptable. It rivals the unacceptable list. Drives me nuts. Definitely agree. Yeah. I've, I've, I have a lot of my single girlfriends who tell me I'm, I'm the ear, right? And I get to hear all the stories. I went on this date with this guy. Good Lord. And he got sick and puked outside my car. Well, was he drinking a lot? Well, no, not really. I'm like, boo. Oh, I met with this guy, and then, like, he just called me, like, all night long. Then he told me he loved me after a month. Okay? It's just awkward. <laughs> There's a lot of guys. Some, some of you guys are just dorks. Right. Women, I, too, but... They, they, <laughs> I think each gender has their own, you know, <laughs> yeah. their fair share. <laughs> you know, and this is the thing, is heartbreak and, and how we deal with it is not gender-specific. Um... I think the thing to remember, you know, basically the, what socially savvy is, is uh, the encompassment of what socially savvy is, is when you go into a social setting, you enhance the atmosphere. Right. You know, is it a better event because you were there? Right. You know, did you make a difference because you were there? Um, that difference is not, should never, ever, ever be negative. Right. You right. should never affect somebody negatively. Uh, if you want to be invited back. <laughs> If you want to have friends, you know, I mean, you don't have to be an outgoing, fabulous, know what to say person to walk into a bar, sit down, but be and open. smile at somebody, and right. maybe compliment them on their dress. Don't make, don't compliment them on their boobs or. Right. You know, <laughs> did boobs? I did. Wow. You know, and and guys, this it's is a nice boost, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we hold them together. They're very probably that is probably the best presentation on on that one, Marcus. I've ever heard that one's funny. I, you would actually get a giggle out of me on that one. Um, one of the funny ones is we socialize uh, with some very fun people here in Bellevue. And one of the gentlemen, you know, my husband, we've been together for 27 years. And, and so he goes, well, you know how to get a woman's attention. And Brett's like looking at him like, uh, have you met my wife? Uh, I don't need any more attention. <laughs> I don't need anything else. But sure, tell me how. And he he says, compliment a woman on her shoes and what hap- watch what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, typically in the bar scene, mm-hmm. When you compliment a woman on her shoes, the first thing she does is lift up her foot and show you her shoe. Yes. Which, when they're intoxicated, can be quite humorous because typically <laughs> they're not standing very well on one shoe. Right. So they end up falling over into the seat into you. So, Hello. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite the little. I yes, I does throw people off because I'll do that all. I, I do look at women's shoes and what they're wearing. I look in their eyes, and a lot of guys don't do that. They're like, oh, hey, how you doing? Right. Oh, hey, yeah. Man. By the way, we can't see through our boobs. I'm just saying. So if you want us to know that you're talking to us, you need to yes. look at our eyes because if you're looking at our boobs, we think you're looking so we, – we have right. no idea what you're doing. Really okay. <laughs> Marcus nice is today. going, oh, my God, what did I get myself I, into? It's supposed to be about breakup, not like – you can't break those apart, by the way. <laughs> breakup and not life? Not detachable. There you go. No. 
So with Valentine's Day coming up, I think a lot of people are always, you know, everybody gets the the typical card. They've got that special someone that they maybe want to do something cool for. Um, (laughs) You know, you could do the typical, like Jason was saying earlier, candy, flowers, you know, a nice dinner. Um, There's lots of little twists and fun things that you can do. Shotgun. That's Christmas, darling. Um, and even if you're single, I mean, going out with friends and just going out at night on the town. And you know? just have fun. Well, and here's what I was going to say is make it fun. Make it different. Yeah. Um, I know for if you have a special someone or even if there's a group of you, uh, it's fun. Have somebody, uh, if you're the one coordinating it, do a, what's it called, a, a treasure hunt. Right. So for if there's a group of you, make arrangements and where there's something special to pick up at um like four or five different venues. Yeah. So you'll drop off a chocolate or something, and when somebody orders the right thing off the menu <laughs> in your group, they'll get that prize, and, and it'll tell you guys where you're going to go to the next mm-hmm. place. Make it walking distance, because, you know, obviously right. if you're going to be it, It's almost like a reverse pub crawl or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. And so it's kind of like a treasure hunt, and just kind of, you know, you can do things yeah. like that. Um, yeah. I've done where I did poems and started at the beginning of the day when he got off work, and he had to go to all these different places to find me. So he had each of these different locations told him another guest to go. Now, granted, I had him driving all over the city. It was really <laughs> hilarious. Right. Um, but what was waiting at the end was well worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think Eva Longoria said she's doing that. So oh, really? That's awesome, yeah. And our host, by, by chance, resembles her as well. So oh, well, thank there you. you. <laughs> now, that's a compliment. Wow. <laughs> I feel special. Yay. Um, other fun things that you can do, you know, if you're on a limited budget, uh, you know, dining in. Guys, there are so many cool things that you could do for one. I mean, I'm serious. Yeah. If you are not the kind of guy who does a lot of the what's considered the frilly stuff, <laughs> light a couple candles. Uh, right. Do a carpet picnic in your master bedroom. Clean up the master bedroom. Because yeah. a lot of times right. if, if it's a mom and she's always got a diaper over her shoulder or whatever. Right. Clean up the master bedroom and make it a sanctuary, this place where she can come in and go, oh, my God. Light a few candles. Have a bath waiting. Put rose petals in it. I mean, you can do... Do Milk bath or something, maybe? Yeah. Go to QFC. Buy a rose for for $1.99. Take it apart. Throw it in the water. (laughs) Um, You know, it's just those little things, those little acts of of service that can really make for a special evening. And it doesn't cost a lot of money. Right. I would say even if they want to keep it, like, really bare bones, if they go go to the house... Buy the copy of A Year Without April, and then just read it to the to the lady. That's oh, wonderful I think on Valentine's that, Day. That would yep. be great. A yeah. Year Without April. It would also make my Valentine's Day as well. So I was going to say it would make <laughs> for a fabulous <laughs> Valentine's Day. So we are getting close to wrapping up the show. So for our listeners, how would they find your book? Where would they find it right um, now? Well, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, as awesome. well as your local bookstore, if you want to support independent bookstores as well. Love that. So, uh, yeah, feel free to, to, to go and however you want to do it via uh, online. You or have digital copies, too, don't you? I do have digital copies that are coming out the day before Valentine's Day. Oh, I love that. So it'll be on Nook, iPad, as well as Kindle. So, yes. Fabulous. Right, so save a tree. Get the digital copy. I love that. Well, congratulations on writing your book. Oh, I can't so wait to read it. Oh, thank um, you so I'm much. I'm flying off on a plane tomorrow, so I'm hoping to get my hands on a copy oh. and, and uh, check it out. Well, safe travels to you. Thank you. Um, we wanted to thank our sponsors for tonight's show, Sweet Lounge, um, Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery, Poshy Magazine, uh, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Schwartz Brothers, Kind Bars, Pop Chips, and House Wine. Um, ending the show tonight with a glass of Chocolate Shop Bubbly, which we always do. Um, please uh, remember to like us on our Facebook, Facebook page, Socially Savvy, to be entered into our drawings for prizes. 
from our savvy sponsors and subscribe to the show. Yep. Make all the social events that you attend better because you were there and have a socially savvy week, everybody. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.